0: In the final installation of this highlight of local artists, educators, and musicians participating in the Griot Party this Saturday at 8 p.m. at Langston Hughes Performing Arts Institute, the event director, Logica Men, interviews Joy Sparks, founder of Hella Black Books and the Black Book Fairy.
1: If we were to ask you a question like, who who is Joy Sparks, like... Where is she from? What's her genesis story and what's she about and what she values, what would you say?
0: Um, I would say Joyce Sparks is from St. Louis, Missouri, a very poverty stricken city. I am a mother, my children are my inspiration and the number one thing that I'm trying to do is undo the generational trauma that I have experienced as a child and through my you know I just want to redo things through my parenting.
1: Talk a little bit about growing up in in St. Louis, Missouri.
0: Growing up in St. Louis was kind of rough. I think that a lot of the trauma came from the situation with my mom being uh, addicted to drugs and in and out of prison. That's where a lot of the experiences came from that I remember the most and th- those are the most traumatic ones. Mm-hmm. But there were also a lot of happy times, a lot of family, a lot of kind of us being kids, doing what we wanted to do, and ripping and running the streets, up and down the streets. We were considered the baby kids in the community. (laughs) I was in Renton when I first moved here, and um, me and this girl, she was from L.A., we were working at the mall together, and one day we were like, where are the black people at? And so we rolled down Rainier. We saw our first crackhead, and we both, like, celebrated. We were so excited to see... Something familiar, something that we was used to, that we hadn't seen since we been in Seattle. So that was amazing for us. Uh, but it also makes me think back of like um, me wanting to stay connected to trauma, because the first thing that people ask when you move here is like, where are the black people? You know what I'm saying? Like where the where the ghetto? Where the hood at? You know, we literally go and we look for the hood.
1: So you were, what I hear you saying is, you said that you y'all was pumped to see your first crackhead
0: <laughs> we was pumped Just, I mean it was a it was like, oh, this is what we know okay this this is a a crackhead
1: <laughs> it is it is kind of unfortunate that when we talk about what signifies you know what I'm saying a black community is you know a person who's addicted to drugs mm-hmm. for me it's 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 that black man. Um, rolling down the street on, on a on a 10 speed oh oh whoa, <laughs> yes yes, that, yes that's what gets it from me yeah we was you looking for the
0: saying? bomb pop truck you know we call it the bomb pop truck they call it the ice cream truck here we got right. the bomb pop truck we was looking for all of that we was like where's our people
1: yeah but <laughs> talk a little bit more about like you know trauma bonding and normalizing that hurt to really you know feel like you're home talk about that
0: so it, it actually came to me maybe about five or six, seven years ago once I realized that that's exactly what I was doing because I was looking for what I was comfortable in. And um, it's also like our defense mechanism. I remember being on the bus when I first got here. I had my meme mug on. I wish somebody would say something to me. I just had that. You know, I was just ready for war. But I realized that I didn't have to have my guard up like that you know it's important that we protect ourselves but we don't have to be so guarded we can relax we can breathe but that's where I'm from where I'm from is you have to always be on point you know um but I now that I am more evolved and I am who I am now I am I am cool with not having to look over my shoulders so much I'm cool with not having to fight every time a, a sister walk past me you know we we roll in our eyes we don't have to do all of that so i'm cool with being where i am in this place in time
1: if you feel comfortable talk about tell us a little story and tell us about why you came here with such you know what i'm saying a defense mechanism you came with your shield ready talk about what you went through If you feel comfortable in St. Louis, some of the stories that you went through to come here to make it be like, man, you know, you know, I stay ready. If you if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Mm -hmm. What did you go through in St. Louis, uh, Missouri to 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 really inspire you to, you know, come here with such a chip on your shoulder and be ready for war?
0: I don't. I mean, just growing up in the hood, growing up, seeing people fight every day, me having a fight, you know what I'm saying, a lot fighting different girls over stupidity, fighting, uh, dodging bullets and uh, just all types of stuff. (laughs) A lot of people don't know this, so I'm putting it out here, but a lot of people don't know I used to be a big time dice shooter. I used to shoot dice with the guys in the hood and I've seen a lot of stuff. And so um, because of that, that makes, that at that time, it made me, you know, just, uh, it, made, it made me skeptical of my surroundings. Because anything can kick off at any given time.
1: What do you think was the uh, scariest thing that happened to you in the, during those times that you, that you carry with you?
0: Um, well, the one thing that does sit out is back in 2000. March 16th, 2003 I had actually got shot Um, There was a drive by I used to always hang out the same guys That I used to shoot dice with also used to just hang out Like these was the guys that I just hung out with In the hood Um, Never knowing what they were involved in Or anything like that I always felt like I was safe Because these is my people, you know Uh, But one day there was a um, We was all outside playing basketball And the ball ended up going inside of a little vacant house. And so we all just outside chilling at this point. And a, a car rolled past us. And by the time it got like halfway past me, I could still see it in my peripheral. They started shooting. And I got shot on my left side. Um And another guy ended up getting paralyzed. And it was kind of crazy. My daughter, I had just made my daughter. She was my only kid at the time. I just made her go inside the house maybe like two minutes before this happened. So that was That was I won't say it was traumatic for me at the time. It was scary when I think back on it because my silly tail was still over in that environment after it happened. And then they came back and they shot it up again. And that still wasn't a wake up call for me. And my father ended up telling me, he said, baby girl, you need to stay from over there. And, you know, I just I didn't listen because I felt like these is my people. I'm safe. Then eventually I just, you know, I just eventually just started moving, moving around somewhere else.
1: When you talk about Seattle, where is your safe places in Seattle?
0: Yeah, my safe place is Africatown. Africatown was the first hub where they were doing a lot of things at Liam's, the, you know, Life Enrichment bookstore. So that was my safe uh, space during Kwanzaa when they would celebrate Kwanzaa there. Some things that they do at Black Dot, that's my safe space. They have the Loving Room Bookstore, which is my girl, Christina. So a lot of times I'm there uh, whenever I can. I've shown up for her. But, yeah, that's pretty much my safe spaces. And, um, yeah, any and everywhere where there's black people, that's where I try to be.
1: You you mentioned a bookstore. Talk about your relationship with books. Mm -hmm. There is a, a book series called, I think it's called Golden Legacy. Yes. And... Growing up in Seattle, they had a, a book and it looked like one of those old school golden covered oh, Bibles. Yeah. Oh yeah, It looked yeah, like yeah, a yeah, Bible. Yeah, yeah. But inside of it is a comic history yes. of black folks Beautiful. in America. Mm-hmm. And I think there might have been some, some global international stuff, too. But I found out that that book is actually a collection of the individual yes. comics. When I went to see Joy and she was vending, she had one of these comic books. Tell them about your relationship with books and tell them about what you do when it comes to, you know, sharing the, the, the beautiful, you know, what I'm saying skill and phenomenon that we call reading.
0: <laughs> OK, um, so I have hella black books, which is the name of my bookstore, my mobile bookstore. It all started because I basically wanted to introduce my children to literature. I I realized that my kids were struggling in school, and I just I kept trying to figure out what can I do to help them. And so I made the connection with literacy. I said, okay, they're clearly not understanding what they're reading. And I know vocabulary is a big thing and a big piece of our understanding. And if, if we're taking a test and it asks us a question or it asks us to do something, and it uses a word that we don't understand, then it's probably going to throw off our entire understanding of what we're reading. And so I realized that if I introduce books and vocabulary and literacy to my children, that will broaden their understanding and broaden their vocabulary. So I started collecting books for them, and I ended up with like over a 1,000, maybe 2,000 books and, you know, a couple of friends would come to my house, and they see all these books and bookshelves in my house, and they would say, you know, Joy, you should start a bookstore. Someone ended up inviting me out to a Moja festival back in 2018, which was the first time I vend it. And I had such a long line. I mean, it was at least like 20 people in my line, and everybody in that line was just like stoked about all these books that I had. And so that, that felt good to me. And that's kind of how I got started.
1: Mm-hmm so how do you get the books like how do you get your uh your warehouse of books
0: um well i actually started going to goodwill and value village that's how this started off so i would go to goodwill and value village and i would peek peek through some of the books and anything that had a black face on it i was pretty much taking it off the shelf and purchasing it um i think some people didn't get hip because i didn't tell this story so now when i go to goodwill the shelves seem kind of empty <laughs> so Dang. somebody, yeah. So now I'm not telling nobody how I get my books because, yeah, yeah I feel you. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? But yeah, I, I have, I have hella black books.
1: You know, you are continuing a legacy of Vicky, mm-hmm. and Vicky, rest in peace, rest yes. in pages. You know, I went to her memorial, her funeral, mm-hmm. and Life in Richmond Bookstore is located in Columbia City, and that's a historical uh, community for Black folks. But you are continuing the legacy of our hometown uh, hero, Vicki Williams. And what you do reminds me so much of what Vicki used to do because she used to answer that question the same way. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, you know, I do this, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, come on, where you get?" So, well, you know, I go to Half Price Books and you know what? And then she just stopped telling people mm-hmm. and stuff because it was starting to really cut into her profit margins because it became really hard to be in that industry and do that. But what I wanted to talk about, too, when we're talking about books, we're talking about stories. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit without giving it all away, because we want y'all to come out January 13th, doors open at 8 p.m. at Langston Hughes. Mm -hmm. Tell a little bit about your story and why you chose to embark on that journey. Oh, I've heard the story before. And um, it's, man, it's it's very emotional. It, it, it digs deep. Mm-hmm. Why did you choose that story?
0: Well, my story is about motherhood. I mean, and that's for everyone that knows me. Everyone knows that's one thing that I take more serious than anything is being a mother. Um, I um, know so many other women who are mothers. And the thing that I will be speaking about, sharing a piece about is, what motherhood looks like for that mother-daughter relationship. I know a lot of us are really struggling and it's very challenging to have that mother-daughter relationship. And so I'm trying to unpack that. I want to, you know, we're digging, we're digging deep in our roots to figure out why is that such a challenge for mothers? Why are we struggling so bad to have these healthy relationships with our daughters?
1: Yeah, she really did give you a, a brief boy, because that boy, <laughs> that story is phenomenal. Um, Joy, why don't you go ahead and, and let them know where, you're, you know, um, they can find you. I can always find her on Facebook and she's always dropping intelligent comments to engage and keep the conversation going. But why don't you go ahead and tell them where they can find you and and um, how they can stay connected.
0: Sure. So I'm on Facebook, uh, Joy Sparks. I'm also the Black Book Fairy on Facebook as well. And you can also find me on Instagram at uh, Hella Black Books or the Black Book Fairy. And the Black Book Fairy at gmail.com. Hella Black Books at gmail.com. Get at me.
1: You know, I'm just so <laughs> proud of Seattle, of our city, yes. that they inspired you to mm. call your book company... Hella Black Books. That is so Seattle. (laughs) Now, it will often go back and forth who created the term. I will have to give it up. Based on my research, the Bay Area came up with the term Hella. Um, But it's said so commonly now up and down that I-5 corridor that you definitely got some influence. But we definitely came up with Filthy. I think a remix to your book company could be hella filthy books. January 13th, doors open at 8 p.m. at Langston Hughes Cultural Arts Institute. January 13th, 8 p.m. We'll see y'all there. We love y'all. Love peace, you peace, all. peace, 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 peace.
0: The Griot Party Experience is a free in-person event this Saturday. It's funded in part by Department of Neighborhoods.
1: devil let the god inside your person death is always flirting but we gonna keep working illuminate the darkness electrify your circus. black people The mind and heart dances protecting all the roots decorate the branches your mind is just a temple your body is a mansion speak to the meek and get under what is standing from the takeoff to landing we mark it and we brand it the healing full of masses feeding all the famine smooth like some butter god damn it we be jamming we bring the light so you can start